video. It's the only way to get what you want to watch when you want to watch Hello, it. my name's Justin McClure, and I'm here today with... Mark Hansen. And you're listening to the Bay Street Video Podcast. And this week, it's the spookiest week of the year, right, Mark? <laughs> yeah, super spooky, right before Halloween, and we got... So many horror movies. Actually, by the time people are listening to this, it's after Halloween. Yeah, so we're good. Fine. <laughs> but we then the week after that, we'll have like actually all the Halloween stuff that <laughs> yeah. we're like three weeks behind on. Yeah. But That's you know, we, operate. we do start with a spooky title. We have the Yokai Yokai Monsters Collection being released by Arrow Video. It's our uh, third or fourth or fifth or seventh box set of the week that they've put out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They love their box sets. Dimagin. 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 I Gamera. mean. Gamera. 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 I'm going to keep uh, this Western. Sorry, that. Western, I think. Western, <laughs> yeah. And Years now, of Liad. They have Yokai Monsters, which has been put out on DVD before, but this is a limited edition, so you know you want it. I'm not that familiar with these movies, even though there's a bunch of monsters in them. I thought this would be right up your alley. Yeah, well, I bought it, didn't I? You I did, did my due you diligence. Did. You did. This is actually four movies, even though if you look at the um, writing on the back, it looks like only three. It's 100 Monsters, Spook Warfare, along with Ghosts, and you know what? I've seen one of these. Uh, the Great <laughs> Yokai War, directed by Takashi yeah, Miike. Yep, I have seen that one. It's nice that Arrow has been able to make a deal with uh, Dai, Dai, D-A-I-E, the <laughs> Japanese production company, because yeah. that's the ones who produce all those other ones, like yeah. Daimajin and Gamera. So that's how these have all been able to come out in sweet, limited editions, surely to be released down the line oh, as yeah. single editions. But people want this now. They want this limited edition set. I mean, you still have a copy, which means you're not completely sold oh, out as a business. We go big on these now. Like, this is a hotly requested title. We've been selling this like crazy, but we sell all these things like crazy, so... So, the do you... Sets, I feel like Arrow, we've talked about this before, but they could just put a set together of anything. It could be any movie in the world. People, People would buy, buy it. it. People would buy it. Like, what would be like something really crappy <laughs> that's been released a hundred times that people would hesitate on? Yeah. You yeah. don't know? Mm. I'm trying to think what's of been, yeah what's been released a thousand I'm like times. looking around so the room like the Kevin Sorbo collection or something <laughs> yeah, like that yeah, we'll, like, we'll have more edition. to say about that later yeah the Kevin Smith collection on when's that coming they would instantly sell out they that is not something out, yeah. that what if they next year put together another Dario Argento set oh god of all those movies together yeah. in one set you know what they'd probably do well they'd like the 4k well. early Argento yeah. well they're also doing this thing where they're like essential giallos that they put out and I looked at of that box on like done before. that is not essential that is shameful whoever like decided like oh yeah we should call this the essential giallo box unless it's like a joke like the important cinema club i, I don't know. think it is well they've been repackaging a lot of stuff i feel like they're maybe starting to run out of ideas mm -hmm. you know they did the sergio martino collection recently which was just a repackaging of repackaging. stuff they had done before so are they out of movies are they out of ideas is there We've no got more ideas? films arrow hit us up yeah but i can arrow would i can be pitch like, you lots of great ideas uh, yeah we don't have the rights to that here here here's a good one okay the robert five film blu-ray collector's <laughs> edition from arrow video that would sell like crazy how many Even yeah nobody knows how many roberts are. do you think they would sell if they did it <laughs> <laughs> Two. One to me, one to you. <laughs> well, I don't know about no, that. No, you're not price. even going for it. <laughs> yeah. No commentary tracks. No, yeah, right? thank you. No, I'm sure they could commentary. squeeze some commentary tracks. I would love to see them go into something like, hey, they put out a lot of like indie, newer mm. indie movies. <laughs> Do Robert, budget, though. It's not happening. Do Robert. <laughs> I think the DVDs are out of print now, too. So. What if they were like, Mark, we'll do Robert if you can confirm you've seen them all. 
Uh oh. Easy. Yeah. No, you have not seen them all. I know you haven't. Hey, Ro- Robert Reborn is sitting there on my Tubi watch list, ready to go at the drop of a hat. At the drop of a hat. Okay. Okay. You that, know what? I want to watch it for Halloween this year. That director is like, <laughs> is does he have like a demon curse or something like that? <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. I, I I follow him on Twitter. He seems like just a really nice, laid back British guy. Doesn't he direct like five to ten movies a year yeah. though? Yeah. He cranks it. There's a whole cottage. I think it's sort of like an asylum type deal, but in the UK. Where there's him, there's another guy. They release all these movies, like the Clown Doll, mm. the Jack and the Ball, all these things that we've talked about. They're not all the same director, but they're all the same sort of production label. Where are they going though? Like, where's the money to streaming. be made? Streaming, streaming. There's not enough VOD. money in streaming though, like in Tubi. Mm. To there is not. There's no. I way. think you'd be surprised though, because they they're all on Prime and they're all on Tubi mm-hmm. for the most part. Anybody and can I put something on Tubi they, though, pretty much. They must do something. I mean, they must make them for so cheaply, and they just... Oh, it's like a money you know, laundering operation. It's a money laundering operation. Yeah, that's what we always <laughs> that's say about these is. movies. <laughs> so, well, we got way off topic there. Huh? Yeah, that Robert Five film collection. Yeah, we got to get this Halloween content. The Halloween I don't even content know if here. I could like like straight face like release that through Gold Ninja Video, like knowing that I'm really, eh? that upon Couldn't people. Couldn't even do it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Robert, wow. you've called the room of haunted doll movies. That was my partner that made that distinction, but okay. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I don't know if but it's you funny know, enough, though. I beg to differ. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe just the first one. Just yeah. the first one. The first and the third one. I do recommend you check out the third one, though. Because mm. if you want an inglorious, a hilarious and glorious bastards riff with a haunted doll. <laughs> but don't they that's suddenly the ticket. all start to fight Nazis? Over yeah, and, and that's why I haven't seen Robert Reborn yet, because it's more of the same. The mm. last three have just all taken place in Nazi Germany. Who and... made the decision that that's a money-making opportunity? Because well, that's what Charles Band did. Though, right? yeah, but, yeah, but like, it's not like Puppet Master is a huge I hit think... by any stretch of the imagination. Well, you know what? I think they are trying to go the full moon route. I feel mm. like it is more akin to full moon than even like an asylum so i feel like robert is just a straight-faced like rip off of the puppet master are they collective like elements with the other movie does like um i don't know the annabelle scarecrow interact with robert the doll (laughs) i wish i wish but no so moving on we have demons being released by synapse films in a two disc special edition so you toss out that demons blu-ray that you bought <laughs> two to five years ago <laughs> no no it was longer I, I think it's actually six to eight years ago. it was I'm not that say. long ago because i remember seeing so? it on the shelf and i remember going huh there's not really any special features on this <laughs> so i never owned demons on blu-ray yeah until i either. picked this up i would be shamed if i picked this one up afterwards but the, you know they went in there's new commentaries by film critic and i think they pretty much ported everything that's existed previously mm-hmm. on this two disc special edition blu-ray and what's that it's in 4k you 4k freak 4k and Blu-ray, um, but you know what? It looks really great. I haven't seen the prior Blu-ray release, which I also was Mark put was out like, by I Synapse. Th- I, I threw it on. Um, looks great, and looks I'm great. like, I'm sure it looked great before, Mark. <laughs> you know what? I just like to say things look great. We're, we're a physical media podcast here, right? Looks great. Yeah, we looks need great. to sell I don't know any of, of the technical specs. It just looks great. Here's the thing. Most people don't. But it don't does look great, know. and it sounds great, too, which okay. is yeah, most important. Yeah, on your sound bar that you bought for 100 bucks. <laughs> 
we my terrible sound. I mean, if anyone was like, I have a 7.1 system. I've said this before. I'm like, I don't trust you. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Nobody has those, right? Yeah, right? it's just a myth. <laughs> and if you have one, do you have a lot of friends over? And you just do it as like, what is no. what, what is the term that they always use? Um, it's like a demo disc. Yeah, 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 friends. demo disc. So. Hey, listen, your friends are rolling their eyes and they're like, oh man, yeah. all right, sure, whatever. Well, you know, Demons is a great Halloween demo <laughs> disc for your player. <laughs> Buy it now. And reasonably priced at, uh, uh, no price I mean, this. it's like 45 40 for the Blu-ray. It's okay. like 60 for the 4K. But you do get both movies. I'm not buying that, that 4K. <laughs> Demons 1 and 2. Uh, you know what? Maybe and I think, is there a CD? No, there's no CD. It feels like there should be a CD. I though. thought there was a CD. You no, think there, there would be a yeah. CD, right? I, I guess that's a blue one. would be thing. a 4K head if I had a PlayStation 5, which I could not get, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I got a PlayStation 4. So I'm not going to be a 4K head for at least oh, another five lost. years. Yeah, I mean, if I had the player, yeah. I would buy the stuff. Oh, God. But I'm I not would too, like a sucker. It. I would, I would. <laughs> because I'd figure, well, well, why not? You have the player. Mm. So, but Anyway, moving on. Yeah, People whatever. are like screaming. Demons is great. Great Halloween movie. Yeah. You don't understand. <laughs> well, listen, I got to buy Evil Dead for the third time in 4K. Hey, Blue Evil Ray. Dead Groovy Collection's coming out soon. No, thank you. It's going to be a no, solid 150 bucks or something. For three movies? <laughs> oh, my God. So next up, we have Criterion, The Incredible Shrinking Man. I've never actually seen this movie. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so that's it. We're on fire this morning. We're on so fire. So back on Robert. <laughs> Robert the Haunted Doll. Yeah. I mean, I hear this movie's really great. Yeah, People it's classic love it. Jack Arnold. Um, it's been selling like hotcakes, like I say for everything around here. A new conversation between filmmaker Joe Dante and comedian writer Dana Gould. Oh, I like both those guys. So I'm sure you're going to say Dana Carvey there for a second. <laughs> Dana Carvey. <laughs> He's a big Jack Arnold head. Yeah, he loves right? it. What is Dana Carvey up to these days? <laughs> yeah, that's a great Does question. he live in Toronto? Is he Does Canadian? He? No. Mike Myers. Okay. Yeah, I confused. Mike yeah. Myers and Dana Carvey. Yeah. Well, the master disguise, man. Just <laughs> hey, really. You could be in the room really right killed now. killed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Long con. One I'm of, Dana Carvey. Us, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Incredible Shrinking Man. Has this been out on uh, DVD? It has. Yeah, it's okay, been out recently? on DVD. But no, it's been out like from Universal for years and years. I don't think it's ever been on Blu-ray, though. So <laughs> I love... you're already laughing in anticipation of the next Well, title. I'm looking at all the titles <laughs> we have left. And what we just talked about were the good movies. <laughs> no, now, now we're on to the shit. <laughs> Wait, I should say, I actually love it's Demons. A, Demons is one of the great Italian yeah. exploitation films, so I should say that in case people are wondering, like, but what, uh, you know, I don't know what Demons is. It's great. See it. Oh, man. Awesome. It's so much fun. It's so loopy and just like, yeah, like it doesn't make any sense technically, but I feel like that kind of enhances the fever dream aspect mm. of it, which I like a lot. The soundtrack is killer. Agreed. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. I, the zomb- It takes those like, it's zombies, but it's also kind of like the evil dead demons mm-hmm. mixed into one and they just like... They just wreak havoc in this movie theater. Great stuff. So, Mark, I have a question to ask you. <laughs> what is, uh, no, yeah. what, is that a knife? No. How does it go? <laughs> this is a knife. Is that a knife? This is a knife. <laughs> I did not say. <laughs> That's not what it is. I have not seen. I've never actually seen Crocodile Dundee. What? <laughs> Why didn't we watch this? Why didn't we watch I don't know. I said pick something off the list. And we should have watched. And you went with something that, you This know, uh, trilogy, Crocodile all, Dundee. All three, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. There's four movies. No, there's four. There's one where Paul Hogan plays himself. Oh, the very excellent Mr. Dundee, which came out earlier this year. <laughs> Why did they we... put this on here? Uh, different studio. Throw this collection in different... the garbage. I know, I know. Throw this collection in the I garbage. I know. That's like a meta thing, right? We have a Crocodile Dundee collection. Um, <laughs> it has the first three, one, two, and Crocodile Dundee. In LA. In the best Angeles. one. The best one. The long gap sequel that me and Mark saw a million ads for. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was really scared Remember by that was... snake that popped yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's on the cover. It's like a pink cover. Sort of, yeah, like, he looks way too 
old. Way too old. Um, I only know about these movies because my parents saw the originals, I think, when they what? came out. What uh, did people, were people I think thinking? they were on TBS a lot oh, at the time. the time. Yeah. But I've never actually seen more than like five minutes of either of the first two, just like on TV. Yeah, I guess it doesn't hit your nannies nostalgia buttons, right? Paul it's Hogan, a little bit earlier than that. Was Paul Hogan ever like cool and funny to uh, like yeah. anybody outside of like boomers? There was something? the like, Australian fever, remember? Yeah, yeah. serious. Yeah, I know serious. those words. No, but... I, know. I was more interested in Yahoo Serious than When's Paul the Yahoo Serious Aero video collection <laughs> yeah, coming see, there out? there you go. Uh, yeah, no one's jumped on that train. No. I, they would sell, I could no. see the cover too. It's like the Young Einstein cover. Right. And it's like a limited edition. <laughs> it's like hardback book hey man i mean like i'd buy it yeah these movies like drop dead fred i assume is coming out again at some point <laughs> it doesn't like, matter the know, garbage it's, a, it's, all, it's about all about yahoo yeah, series young einstein that's what it's about you know yahoo hasn't got the respect he deserved with young einstein <laughs> uh ned kelly oh, ned Ke- and there's one where he's holding an egg on the cover i don't remember what it's called <laughs> i always got him confused with carrot top when i was younger for Marsupial a while or something yeah. no yahoo serious he is an auteur carrot top is a mere imitator <laughs> yeah who's here not wrote, a chairman directed of the starred in his films true true i am Very a fan <laughs> of norm mcdonald making fun of the co-star of chairman of the board on i think conan have you seen that clip no i Where don't she, think like, so sits down and like norm mcdonald just like ribs her for like 15 minutes just endlessly wow <laughs> yeah wow. that's a very norm mcdonald thing to good do. stuff but yeah, yeah. Crocodile Dundee, I'm looking at the fine print here. We've got some commentary with Mr. Hogan. I think Hogan. this is the first time any of them have been on Blu-ray, too. Because <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> I'm you know what? My... The first one still, like, rents enough around here. I feel I'll like that. Crocodile Dundee and, like, The Gods Must Be Crazy are the two, like, ooh, yeah, international films. I had to watch The Gods Must Be Crazy in, like, grade five Why? or six in a class. Let me introduce no, you just to racism. One of those, yeah, one of those, like, you know, oh, we're just going to throw on a movie and they throw, throw on The Gods Must Be Crazy, which was painfully unfunny. As, as my a dad child. being a big boomer, obviously I was forced to watch the movie. Them's right. the breaks. Them's the breaks. <laughs> Moving on. All right, now we're getting to the good they, stuff. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Dude, wow. Oh, 30 out on DVD, Mark? <laughs> it is. But didn't you even have a classic? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not going to interrupt me and say that's not the case? <laughs> no, I'm just going to hope people come in and say, hey, we got it. We got an early line on Dune. I mean, it just says, instead of Dune part one, they, it says Dune world on it. Yeah, so. if I hold it with my thumb over the world part, it looks yeah. like Dune. It looks like Dune. You got a sand, well, that doesn't really look like the sand. It looks like a sand Dune. caterpillar. It's like a sand caterpillar. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we're talking about Dune world, not the real Dune, which is the new joint from... One Mark Polonia. Some of the Polonias. Well, two of the, the Polonias, two I believe. Polonias. Mark Polonia and his son, Anthony Polonia. Right. Now, listen, I said this before <laughs> on the podcast. I do not condone new Mark Polonia productions. Yeah, I, know. I was hoping you'd pick this up, but I secretly knew you wouldn't. No. So. <laughs> You're like, I ordered 10 coffees. Hoping Justin would uh, at least <laughs> sell them to all his friends. Yeah. No, uh, this new stuff, you know, I'm yeah. happy that they're still making movies and that Bay Street Video is being tricked into putting them on the shelf. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of those, like, obvious rip off movies that would go straight to video like mm-hmm. that like Uli Lamel was doing for a while. Oh, all the serial I killer mean, films? Yeah, all the serial killer movies. Um, this is clearly released right now just to capitalize on Dune, obviously. Uh, you know what? A disc was off the hub, so we had to open a copy up anyway, so I threw it in my player. Watched about half an hour of it, which is like half the movie because it's like 60 minutes long and it's about what you'd expect from like a super no-budget Dune movie. It's just people standing in front of green screens, uh, weird kind of computer effects, bad acting. Did you notice that there was stop motion yeah. on it? In it, 
I didn't see any. Because I'm looking at the no. uh, worm here, and I wonder if they worked with Brett Piper again, who did a bunch of their special effects. But mm. the special effects are credited to the Ultra Spectrum Group. Yeah, which is a I great saw name. that credit at the beginning. Like, oh, okay, this is going to look good. Um, my interest, I mean, the last half hour of it, I had it on, but I wasn't really paying attention. So there might have been some cool effects that I just kind of wasn't noticing. But I mean,. You know, it's current. You can't really hate on a movie I'm like. I'm not gonna hate on it. I don't have to buy it because I was so. watching it. I'm like, you know what? These people are having fun. <laughs> Clearly, like, you know. It's just people getting together and making a movie. I have to I say, can't hate on that. my pal Christian Murdoch uh, once told me the story of renting War of the Worlds and being like, wow, it's already out on video? And getting home and being like, oh, Spielberg seems to have lost some of his uh, Ooh, I mojo. Know, I know what you're talking about. And then yeah. he's like, oh, there's a sex scene in this. Okay, wait a minute. And he looked <laughs> and it's on. like, H.G. Wells, War of the yeah, Worlds, the asylum yeah. movie. Oh, man. When I used to work, I was working at Roger's Video during that time, yeah. and our shelves were littered with those Asylum <laughs> and Uli Lamel movies. And I was like, and people would go for him. Would I they be tricked? Anyone would come back would. angry? Yeah, I remember when uh, Zodiac was out in theaters and Uli Lamel had made the Zodiac Killer. And uh, one person in particular rented it and was very disappointed that it was not um, Did they up, ask for the up money to the back? pars of the reviews they had been reading. Oh, uh, they thought it was the David Fincher. <laughs> thought it was Zodiac, yeah. I mean, there's a cognitive dissonance there. I know. Like, if you can't see that movie and go, there's clearly not the Fincher one. I know. It was confusing, though. There was yet another one, too, released around that time, just called The Zodiac. So there were there were and a lot the of was probably very, very small, small very yeah. small. <laughs> so moving on, we have Renegades, which Mark wish we had watched this week. I know I've never seen this movie, but I guess you have. Oh yeah, I did because I went on my Jack Shoulder kick. Yeah. Director uh, of the, of the Dark and The Hidden. Yeah. And this one's fine. I remember Lou Diamond Phillips playing uh, an indigenous police officer, even though Lou Diamond Phillips is not. Is he not? No. I don't. I, I honestly don't know enough about Lou Diamond Phillips, I guess. No, he's one of those guys that's like, oh, you can play any ethnicity, yeah, right, Lou Diamond? Right. So, I mean, I love Lou Diamond Phillips, but mm. clearly I don't know enough about him. I mean, it's a fun action movie. I remember it being a little bit uh, not as good as I want it to be. There's a fun gag about like someone on the hood of a car, okay. I very much recall. And this is, oh man, Mill Creek. Oh, I know. They're doing the VHS retro covers again. Yep. You know what? They're only 15 bucks, though. They're not so, too bad. The prices came down a bit. They Before, they were a little too expensive for 15 bucks. But people were still buying them, weren't people they? People were still buying them, yeah. Uh, and this one, like some of them have already been on Blu-ray before mm. as like studio catalog releases. This is the first time Renegades has been on Blu-ray. I have to admit, this is kind of a white whale for me, this movie, because I remember taping this off, going back to TBS, taping this off TBS when I was like a teenager. Mm -hmm. because I was like obsessed with Kiefer Sutherland at the time. Yeah, of good man, 24, 24, you know. Um, Torture ne never got around work. to watching it mm -hmm. and I've just never seen it since but always always kind of wanted to. I like Jack Shoulders, other stuff. Uh, Where's your due diligence for this podcast, know. Mark? Know, this man. is your number one responsibility. I know. Well, you know, I was all set and ready to watch it last night but then, you know, we had another assignment <laughs> crop, crop like, up. All right, ready I was ready to go ready because I'm like, yeah, I'm, I should have known you'd seen it. You know, I'm too but, much of an honest man I know, to I say no, no, it's cool. You know what? I'd rather you see something. I barely something. remembered either. Ah. I could have watched it again. <laughs> you know what? I'll watch it at some point. Because I now, vividly remember watching it in my basement, which was probably more okay. than 15 years okay. ago. So. Yeah. Well, you know what? Now I will not have to rush to watch it for this podcast and just enjoy Soak it. Soak it in. Soak it in. Play it over a week, <laughs> Play right? It over, you right? Know, like yeah. a pair of 10 minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, instead, you got another White Whale. Yeah. Another Mill Creek release. And, here. you know, White Whale, <laughs> the star of this loves White Sinks. Yep. <laughs> it is. Kel the Conqueror starring 
Kevin Sorbo, yep. and Tia Carrere. Carrere? How do you say her last name? It's Carrere. Okay. Right? Yep. And so Call the Conqueror, this is a movie you'd always see on the shelf, and you're like, wait, what's that? Have I oh, seen that? Man. Is that Hercules related? I remember just going to the movie theater around that time and seeing the posters everywhere, <laughs> which is crazy like, because like, I know. Well, um, Call the Conqueror never... was supposed to be Conan A Conan 3. sequel, which yeah. I didn't realize until I just read about this I last mean, night. I uh, mean, it's a uh, De Laurentiis production. Not yeah. you know, I believe he had passed away by that yeah, point. Yeah, Raffaella. Raffaella. You would not really know, though, because it feels cheap. <laughs> yeah, but it is painfully odd. Once you know it was supposed to be yeah. a Conan movie, it's painfully obvious that it was yeah, going to be, be a like Conan King movie. Conan, uh, I think, yeah, it's supposed to be like King Conan, I think, right? Yeah, well, it was supposed to be Conan the Conqueror, and then they just swapped out Conan for Kulk. How Kulk. much more fun would this be if it was rated R? Way more fun. Yeah, um, and like Kevin Sorbo was like cutting this, off heads. Yeah, and... well, clearly, you know, Kevin Sorbo was big on Hercules at this time, so I guess this was a natural choice to try and like transition him, transition him into movies. Unfortunately, it still feels like a TV show a lot of the time. Well, like it feels like a, an extended episode of Hercules. A goddamn like uh, hack director. Who's yeah, like, only, like, shit I looked at his stuff. That. Like, like mostly just TV. Yeah, so. what do you expect him to do? Like, exactly. It's very kind of like. Like straight ahead, oh, straight Kevin Sorbo forward, yeah. uh, has not even that many monsters. The Beast Man, I'm like, oh, it's the Beast Man. Yeah. That's pretty I much mean, it. Kind of a cool monster at, at the, the end, end for like for two like seconds. Se- yeah, I was like on the verge of passing out at that point <laughs> of boredom, but it pops out of like CGI fire. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I do love myself some uh, Thomas Ian Griffiths. Yeah, the yeah, co-star yeah. of the show. He's film. okay. Yeah. He's okay. And I like Tia Carrere, but she just has to do like she just plays the evil demon mm-hmm. queen lady. And I don't know, Kevin Sorbo, I mean, we all know Kevin Sorbo is a huge piece of shit. Huge piece of shit. When when was the switch Christian freak nowadays. I think it was in the mid-2000s. I think it was after, because he was on Andromeda, right? Yeah. And that was kind of his People last. People liked Andromeda, right? Yeah, I feel like that was his last high-profile gig. Ooh. And then I was looking through his filmography, and the only other movie I really recognized that went to theaters after that was Meet the Spartans. Why that? does that happen to Kevin Sorbo? Did he make a conscious decision? In, I mean, it's in, not was just... Was he always like that? I mean, it's not... I'm going to say, yeah, okay. maybe. Okay. Um, it's not just him, though, right? Like, Dean no, but Kane. Dean Kane, I know, but it's like those specific uh, people. Yeah, it's like, weird. a decision is made at some point. There was a moment where Kevin Sorbo was almost like, you know, a lovable joke. Remember when he came to yeah. Dan Expo and he did like an improv yeah. show earlier than his, like, God's Not Dead? Yeah, I fall think into. it was the first God's Not Dead was the first thing he did that was like explicitly yeah, Christian, Christian. And he was like promoting that movie like crazy and he really got behind that. And then I think it just snowballed. Have there. you seen God's Not Dead? Of course. <laughs> Have you seen how he dies in God's Not Dead? Yeah, he gets hit by a CGI oh, Christmas tree, right? he got beamed by a car. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't remember. And he dies horribly at the end, but just no, with enough time to, you know, accept God into his life because he's the atheist professor. Yes, I remember. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So did you like her Hercules and Xena, or did you just watch it like I did, kind of like, oh, it's on on Sunday, I guess I'll watch Hercules. Exactly like that. I never was, like, devoted to Mm -hmm. watching it, but it was always on. So, yeah, I saw a good number of Hercules episodes just because it was there. I never really felt one way or the other about Kevin Sorbo. I like him. I find him charming. He's fine. In this, it's kind of boring in this, though. Disappointed. He doesn't get to have fun in this. He doesn't get to have fun. And some of the reviews, like, I was reading some user reviews, and I'm like, do people actually like this? And some people are like, oh, it's got a great sense of humor. It doesn't take itself so seriously. And I'm like, 
seemed like it took itself pretty seriously to me. me. Yeah. I mean, it has a great uh, guitar score that pops up. Yeah. It's weird, though. It's like a Jerry Goldman score. Yeah. It's really erratic, though, too, because you get like guitar riffs and then like right in this orchestral thing and then back. Yeah. It should have been all guitar. It should have. Like Mastodon, like Jonah Hex. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? For the first five to 10 minutes of this movie, I was like, this actually isn't too bad. I could get into this because, you know, it starts off with that score. It's kind of bombastic. There's like an endless scroll of text that Kevin Sorbo narrating. And then there's like a kind of entertaining fight scene. And then after that, it just goes right downhill. It's it's really hurt by not being rated R. So it's like yeah, these like really no boring anything fight scenes that have no gags in them. Just not good. Not just good. Toss Call the Conqueror in the garbage where it deserves to be. So and yet we've sold all three copies of this. No blind buy recommendation. <laughs> no blind buy. And you know what? The other thing with this is too, it's coming out from Mill Creek in one of these VHS. So fifteen bucks. Things. Yep, but it's already been on Blu-ray from Universal for I think even cheaper now. So, <laughs> and I don't believe the Mill Creek uh, disc has any special features on it no, because definitely it's Mill Creek. Not. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo commentary where he's like, you know, this I is know. when the progressive yeah, Antifa, I'm, sure he, <laughs> I'm sure he's got a good take on it. Came in and ruined stuff. All right, you know so yeah, what? Yeah, no blind buy. The next Fuck movie that. though, The Night House. I like this movie. I enjoyed it. You know, I haven't seen this yet. But uh, I, this I really is, want to. I could have sworn this would have been a movie that your the uh, websites you work for forced you to go well, see. Well, you know what? I actually was. I was supposed to review it back uh, when it was playing mm. in August, but um, they didn't hold a press screening or anything in Toronto. They mm. just had something at Fantasia, and I wasn't yeah. in Montreal, so it just didn't work out. Meaning to check this out, though, but we got our copies really late, so I didn't even get a chance to like take it home and watch it. I hear this is amazing, though. Oh, well, I don't know about amazing. It's good, yeah. though. Yeah. I like it. People are saying Rebecca Hall should be for an Oscar this year. All right, no? easy there, no? horror fans. Hey, yeah, hey. calm down. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like I like the fact that. Uh, I mean, the scariest thing is that it hinges on the premise that after her husband died, she discovered he built a second house. And I was like, Ooh. a second house? I just want one house. These fuckers get two rich houses. People. Yeah. Rich people. Rich eh? people, you know, That's she's obnoxious. Still, she's yeah. still sad and depressed. And it, <laughs> the, the problem with this is that the message of it is a little bit muddled because about suicide and depression. Yeah. Where, like, I don't want to spoil the movie, but at one point, Rebecca Hall's like, you know, maybe my suicide infected him. Uh, like, my depression infected him right. with my attempt at suicide. And her friend's like, that's not how it works. Then later on in the movie, it's like, oh, no, that is how it that works. It's exactly literally Rebecca works. Hall's fault of the reason her husband kind of killed himself. Wow. And it's like, ooh, that is problematic. Even though the bit. message at the end of the movie is a positive one. does not have a grim, dark finale. Okay. Like, it's no one spoilers. One I, hope. I hear yeah, there's no spoilers. Uh, if it did I do want way, to see this, yeah. I mean, that's a problem with... Uh, uh, I've never seen Lights Out, even though I like that director. I saw Lights Out. It's but he's like meh, one of the problems is at the end the character commits suicide and yeah. that defeats the demon. And the director said that they had shot an ending where the demon is not dead. There's mm-hmm. actually an extra like 15 minutes to the movie. Yeah. But Tess says didn't like it, so they cut it out. Yeah, I think Lights Out was generally a pretty problematic mm-hmm. look at <laughs> mental illness. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. The so, short the short's a lot better. <laughs> I mean, it's the, one the minute, but there's short just like is a, a lot better. It's yeah. literally a minute. Literally. I just watched it recently and it's right. like a CGI um, smiling monster. Yeah, I love it. Like, All right, so. Um, but yeah, with, uh, it's directed by David Bruckner, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a huge fan of his last film. The Ritual? The Ritual. I like yeah, the Ritual. It didn't really work for David me. David Bruckner but... is a guy that my pal Peter's always telling me, he's like, he's got another movie off the ground and it's always collapsing. Like he could not get any really? movies made. You just, no, because he made The Signal like 15 yeah, years ago. Yeah, which is great. Signal, I love The Signal. And he never got a feature film off the ground. Well, he kept doing that. short stuff, right? In yeah. South Bend. The VHS, VHS viral, yeah. 
right? Yeah, which I didn't. Southbound. <laughs> yeah, Southbound's not good. Um, did but, you check out the new VHS? I did. Well, I was supposed. I was solicited to review it. Oh, so and you did. You making faces? It's terrible. Perhaps it's friends terrible. of the podcast who uh, may have oh, directed. Um, did you? Did you see it? No, because I have a story about VHS, <sighs> which is I was supposed to see the first one. Yeah. And we went into Blore. Yeah, I was at that. It screening. was after dark. Yeah. And I went to the bathroom, and when I came back, my friends were like, "Oh, sorry, we didn't save you a spot." Oh, you and told I, me. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, I'm not <laughs> seeing great. this movie." And I walked home, and I haven't seen it. You've since never then. seen it. Never seen it. Well, here's my take. The first two VHS movies are not bad. Mm. Uh, I like the first one. The second one has probably my favorite segment in all of them. Mm. The Timo Gigento yes. one. I want to like Timo really? movies more than I do. He's got a great segment in the second one. I know. I've seen it. It's okay. Too depressing. Yeah. Nah, I liked it. Yeah. Um, at the end, it's like, oh, everybody's dead. Fuck that. Yeah, Get it out of here. Get it out of here. I know. Um, the <laughs> third one. Make me angry. <laughs> yeah. I never saw the third I'm gonna one. I'm going to make another though. found footage film. <laughs> I know. Jesus. Oh, jeez. I did see VHS 94, though. And <laughs> don't say any segments. <laughs> just to get Timo did another one, didn't he? In that, yeah, one? I didn't like it though. Why do they bring I, new I people on? The, Why do they keep continually bringing on the well, older the first people? segment, which is like the Hail Ratma thing that's going mm. around a lot on Twitter and whatever, is not bad. That's mm. probably the best one. Who directed that one? I'm not sure. Okay. I think as a director, I didn't recognize mm. uh, her name. Uh, but it's just, I was watching them like, I think I used to have fun with these movies, but now I'm like, did I actually ever like these VHS no, movies? No, now? It, it was one of those movies no. that made me re like Mass question, hallucination. you know, um, because it's just not good. Mm -hmm. It's just bad and boring. But, um, but David Bruckner, you know, he, he you know, he's doing Hellraiser now. Uh, right? you know David Gordon Green is also doing a Hellraiser TV show? No. We're getting dueling Hellraisers. Dueling Hellraisers? What the fuck oh is going on? What, what, what are these producers thinking? It's like, you know what? We need two Chuckies. It's like, oh, okay, I well, guess. Well, I'm only interested in, yeah, the Chucky TV series. It's <laughs> you won't Mancini. watch that. It's oh, a TV I will. series. Oh, I'm ready for it. I just it's out. haven't you're, watched it. Are you not watching it? I like to, you it's, know, listen, line them be, all up and then watch it all together. It's going to be together. sitting here on our Blu-ray pile, and you're going to be like, oh, I need to okay. check this out. Well, if it comes out, I will, will promise. I'm promising right now I will watch the it Chucky TV It will come TV out series. because all those sci-fi things do come yeah, out. Yeah, okay. Then I promise you I will watch the Chucky TV. Okay, I love. I do love Chucky. I'm a big fan You know what? I finally sat down and watched Cult of Chucky. Did not like it. What? I love Cult of Chucky. What a bummer ending. Talking about fuck you endings. Well, I the problem will, yeah, is, yeah. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the Dura. Fiona. Fiona Dura, yeah. who was so strong in the last one, mm -hmm. is just weak and trapped. And it ends with her just like being yeah, taken over. I, I, will, like. I will say that, because actually, yeah, I just got around to watching it for the first, it was the only one I hadn't mm. seen yet. And um, I will say that was my problem. My only problem with That's it. a big problem. Where it kept I waiting. liked it so much, the rest of it. I liked the multiple dolls. I liked the kills in it. It just had a great sense of humor. I had a good time it, with it. It did, but it was also like, oh my god, I can't believe that it ends with like her being taken over and like everyone's dead. Even yeah. the hero of the first one doesn't get, he just gets trapped and it feels like they I had a third act. I didn't act. mind it as much as you did. And I at guess. the last minute they went like, oh, we can't shoot the third act, so yeah. let's just end it here. Fair enough. Not a Fair movie. Enough. Toss it in the garbage. That's what I'm saying. I liked it. it. I was pleasantly surprised, I will say. So moving on, we have Needle in a Time Stack. What a terrible well, spe title. Speaking of movies I had to review, this is this is one. This is um, directed by John Ridley, the guy that Steve McQueen angrily applauded <laughs> when he won his Best Screenwriting Act uh, right. Award for 12 Years a Slave. Slave. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is, I mean, yeah, the title Ooh, Orlando alone. Bloom. <laughs> the title alone is hilarious, Needle in a Time Stack. This is a really bad... So remember back in 2006 when The Lake House was coming out? Yes. The Fountain, like these 
super or not supernatural like time travel about time romance or about time oh, like, no not about time which one am i thinking of or um ah, that one donald with, gleason and uh one day isn't yeah, that time one traveler's uh, wife time traveler's wife so this is another sort of time traveler like <laughs> sappy it back. romance thing yeah. where so in the near future time travel exists mm-hmm. and rich people because it's always rich people can pay to time travel like a vacation which is crazy to me because there's no like law you basically just pick a time in your past go back there and like fuck around there's no like laws there's no like sound of thunder type laws where you can't touch anything Wait, like, does it create paradoxes in the movie yeah exactly <laughs> Wait, what the so hell? <laughs> basically the lead characters leslie odom jr and cynthia Revo are like a married couple she used to be with orlando bloom and he kind of stole her from him and he's convinced that orlando bloom is going back in the past to try and like break them up <laughs> and then it happens and he wakes up one day and he's not with her anymore he's with somebody else and but wait he keeps the same memory that's not how time well no the, the memories start to fade okay but there's a service you can provide you can store your memories in a vault it's very like the the logic of this movie makes no sense to me Mm -hmm. i mean it's based on a short story by a a pulp sci-fi writer but um it's like i don't know if it was better written in the book but uh it makes no sense and it's just at the end of the day a really sappy romance oh it's based on a robert silverberg uh, no yeah he wrote like i he wrote so many time travel stories i just have a collection of okay and they often don't make sense but sometimes they make too much sense where he goes like really in the details of how this would work and stuff like that well i wonder because the only thing i could think about watching this movie was like wouldn't this cause create like utter chaos Mm -hmm. with everybody with so many people just like waking up having memories they call it time jaunting like Mm -hmm. time jaunting around in the past like wouldn't that fuck up everything for the future and like only all rich the people time who do it i don't care about these people then yeah no it's all rich people yeah, it's, it's a rich people garbage. movie and the hilarious thing is so they do there are these like way energy waves that happen sporadically which account for like little changes that could happen when people are going back but like you think it's like you think about all like the disadvantaged people who aren't able to go back in mm-hmm. the past so they just have to like they're just living on the whims of rich people changing history hey it's like real life like, which is like real life which is an interesting point to explore they don't explore that oh well. no thank you no, it's just a isn't love. it great when like uh, writers and directors get to a point where they're so rich that they like can't understand oh i know or right? sympathize like jet apatow syndrome yeah exactly and i get that with this too it's like mm-hmm. i mean i don't know if john ridley not that i've ever been a huge well, he's john definitely ridley rich, fan right? like, but he's, he's not, definitely yeah, yeah. rich and it's like you don't have perspective for this man no. So moving on, speaking of perspective, Mark's been waiting for this one to come out for a long time. It's Last Call. Last Call. So wait, What is Last Call? Since I mean, a it's a title? film that stars Tyler Manning. Who's Tyler Manning? I have no, no idea. No, Taron Manning. Oh, Taron Manning. Yes, yeah. of course. I know Taron Manning. <laughs> Who's that? I'm like, Tyler Manning. Taron Manning was in uh, Hustle and Flow. <laughs> Hustle and Flow is the big one. Uh, Zach McGowan. She's in a lot. She was like a 90s teen oh, actor. Oh, oh, I know who she is now. Yes. She's in more. I just like Hustle and Flow is always the go to, I think. She always plays like a drug addict, pretty much, she right? Does. She yes. does. Yeah. She has cornrows in Hustle. No. Oh, she's in Crossroads, the Britney Spears movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Never seen it. That's um, great. great. Zach stuff. McGowan, who's that? I don't know who that is, actually. Uh, with Jamie Kennedy. There's a star. And Bruce Stern. Yep. And but we didn't star, even say who stars in this movie. Jeremy Piven. <laughs> Jeremy Piven, like, has uh, risen from the ashes. I love the uh, poster where it looks like the cast wouldn't stand Jeremy <laughs> Piven. So he's like <laughs> green screened in, oh photoshopped my God, in. Right. I just love how the older Jeremy Piven gets, 
the thicker his hair becomes, even though, like, we all saw him back in Seinfeld in he the 90s, bald. Judgment Night. Like, he was fully bald back in the 90s, people. And people don't remember Jerry from Piven had, like, so many sexual assault allegations yeah, against him he that had he that just sh- stopped responding. Yeah, he had that show canceled because of it. And What, he- Cupid? <laughs> no, yeah, Cupid Cupid, with uh, yeah, yeah. No, he had a new like network show that got uh, canceled after like four episodes. Why do because people of that. love Jeremy Piven so much? I mean, Entourage did it. For, there was even I mean, a he, joke. How many Simpsons. Emmys did he win for Entourage? There was I a think joke in the Simpsons. You remember where they're like, "Oh, Jeremy Piven." So like, we get this. The project started. It was Jeremy Piven and Dave Chappelle back oh, in the day. God, yeah. You know, back before Dave Chappelle, I reloved him, mm-hmm. and then you know, now we're post the uh, now Chappelle. we're post Chappelle. Yeah. yeah. With Jeremy Piven, though, I always remember when I was like younger noticing him because he was in a lot of John Cusack movies because he's friend he him and John Cusack are friends they go back are they still friends don't know great, okay. great question they know they don't star in movies together anymore but he's in a ton of John Cusack movies and like you're a huge blank smoking and... aces fan which you know what I saw that I saw that role. opening night uh because I was so excited for it not good yeah not we good. talked about our car and a half but you know what I thought uh I thought Jeremy Piven was decent in that <laughs> yeah, movie yeah he's okay I've never minded him until you know he turned out to be well, he has a new podcast you can check out. Does he really? Yeah, probably like Piven Hour or something like that. Piven Hour. Well, this movie is a kind of boring looking dramedy. <laughs> we didn't watch it. We didn't watch it. He g- returns to his Philadelphia hometown to to the bar that's about to be closed down that he spent time in, and he decides whether he wants to save the bar or not. Would you have watched it if I picked it as the uh, blind buy? A hundred percent. Would yeah. you have been excited? <laughs> Uh, I would have been excited to watch it. I'm sure it's terrible, though. What if Jeremy Piven's like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, and like, no, I mean, you know I what? I don't think I like Jeremy Piven awesome. that much. I mean, I did watch Entourage back in the day and I can't thought, believe you thought did. he was amusing, but I mean, that was when I was like a teenager. When is so. that Louis C.K. film ever going to come out? The <laughs> one that he said, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm he's so going to self-release it, right? No. no, he probably won't even. No, he sold it to it. someone who sold it to somebody else. Oh no, who sold it back oh, to him? Sold it back to him. Oh, he sold it to the Orchard. You know, I'm one of those. You know, those special few saw it when played at TIFF. I missed out. I knew people that saw it yeah. at TIFF. Me? Um, <laughs> he and a was lot editing of other it as it played at TIFF yeah. like between screenings. I wanted to see it, but the only reason I missed it was because I was like, oh, this will come out anyway. There's a scene and where I he's didn't. like, I'm sorry, okay? What do you want me to say? I'm sorry for all the stuff I did. <laughs> and it's so like disingenuous oh, and like... Man. I mean, I would watch it if I stumbled across a copy just for out of like morbid curiosity, but... I don't know. What Louis, is it called? Louis like C. Daddy's Louis Girl C. or something like Louis C.K. can fuck this? off, right? Yeah. Uh, I love you, Daddy, or something. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, Louis C.K., <laughs> he, he did come back, but I don't think he'll ever be accepted. Well, now he's like, well, him and, I mean, Chappelle and him are buds again. Chappelle's helped him come back. No. So, so is it going to be like yeah. Chappelle, Chappelle's helped Louis C.K., sure. Jeremy Piven. The... Jeremy Piven. I don't think Jeremy Piven's <laughs> up on the level of these people. I don't think Jeremy Piven had the same level of The fame. comedy canceled. And yeah, go right? On tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, comedy canceled. <laughs> well, Chappelle needs no support. He can sell out arenas, no problem. He's yeah, fine. but he wants to help his pals. Yeah, exactly. uh, he, does. he does. Jeremy Piven. Yeah, no, he, um, he's he been a big supporter of Louis C.K. I believe he said that he didn't understand why it was a big deal that uh, Louis C.K. jerked off <laughs> in front of, of rich people. people who you know, are not that that's workplace sexual harassment or anything. Yeah. But, you know. um, trapping people in corners. Yeah, you know, no, nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong. I mean, when you get into the entertainment game, you know, you yeah, got to be prepared be expected, for that. Right? 
you know, Chappelle's been in the industry longer than us. He probably knows, but no, boo, bad, get boo. him out of yeah, here, get man. him out of here. You remember his and last this is comedy from, special? I love Chappelle. I mean, we all love Chappelle when we were like kids, right? Remember his last comedy special where he was like, he did drop it. some stuff like yeah, that, and people were like, oh, years. you know, he's making jokes about that, and then it's like he doubles down, and it's like, oh god, I, know. I can't find an excuse anymore. I mean, the fact that anybody was surprised about it in this one is crazy to me because he's been doing this for years, years now, and years. So yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen a Chappelle. I don't think I've seen any Chappelle related content since Chappelle's show back in the day. Mm. So moving on, we have old. <laughs> we're gonna I feel we're like I've cla- talked endlessly about old. When you put I was Did like, we, have I yeah. talked with Mark about old? No. I mean, I think we talked about it when it first came out in theaters. Okay. But not on this podcast. Yeah, on our other I think podcast. We just chatted the, about yeah, it. yeah, the theater podcast. <laughs> the theater podcast. Yeah, we're look out for that. I liked old. Yeah, yeah I like old fun. too. Um I didn't love it, but I certainly didn't hate it. I know like why some you didn't love did. it. Because some people liked it too much, didn't they, Mark? And no, because you know what? I saw it before everybody. I got a, <laughs> oh, I got a okay. special advanced screener of it because I'm special uh, like that. I'm, I'm an M Night No, I'm just a critic. But um, <laughs> you know what? I my it biggest stinks. problem with this is the ending. I oh yeah, I like the ending. The ending. I appreciate how ridiculous it is, mm-hmm. but it just was a little obvious to me. Like. Did you see the ending coming? Because I certainly did. No, I thought that we, you weren't going to get that ending. Yes. Which the book I... or the graphic novel doesn't have. Okay, it does I don't have, have an familiarity with the, with the... Okay, okay. Um, I wish it was crazier. I wish it was a little crazier. I mean, I love how stilted the acting is for so much it of it. Always it. it always is. It always is. Yeah. That's it, what he likes. It gave me big happening vibes, which I, re- I love. <laughs> big happening fan what? over here. No. Yeah, it's like that, right? Gail Garcia Bernal in particular is just so strange in it and yeah. off, uh, which, which I like. Mm. Uh, I like the guy who plays uh, mid-sized sedan, that rapper. Uh, he was funny. He was kind of like strange, but it kind of adds to the... It actually makes it a little creepy at times. Creepier than it mm. would be otherwise. I don't know. The premise is fun. I just... I thought he had a lot of fun with it and it looks great. And I love that he cast himself again because obviously he always casts himself. And he, you know, he's got some good, uh, he's got some good moments. So M. Night back on top. Back on top. I mean, he is back on top, sort of, right? Yeah, like, he this is. did okay. Yeah, at the did box okay. Office, I, think. I think he's in a comfortable he's, box office place. Yeah, right like now. he's already lined up another project. Yeah, he just won't be making any ma- massive budget after Earth. Or the last right. Airbender. Although Glass was big. Like, doesn't yeah. he have traction off of those movies? Sure. Too? I can't believe I, I forgot like he made movies. After Earth. Or what is it called? Yeah. Uh, that... The Last Airbender, too. Yeah. Oh, that awful. was his fallow period right there. That was after Lady in the Water, right? And the happening, I guess. Yeah, that's really. him trying to, like, um, prove that he can make big budget movies. Guess what, I'm not. You can't. Yeah. Get out of here. I hope he starts directing, like, Bruce Willis DTV oh, films. Man. I mean, but he's he's the only one that, like, gets Bruce Willis in, like, real movies these days, right? Yeah. Bruce. It's pretty sleepy in glass. That's true. I never saw glass. What? I didn't, like, did you, I didn't like Split So you missed all. your Willis watch and you didn't watch Glass? Dude, Glass is too much of a superhero movie for my life. No! And I can't, no! I can't. Because Glass? you know what? I don't even like Unbreakable. Here's I the don't thing about like Glass. What's great about Glass? Okay. They keep talking about how they're going to this big opening. There'll be a big fight. They never get out of the parking lot of the building that they're in. Okay. Bruce Willis? Spoiler alert, if people haven't seen Glass, dies at the end of the movie. That's fine. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> Great. Great stuff. Great stuff. Gotta check it okay. out. I compared it to Ozu when I saw it. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I think Glass is 
the only one of his films I haven't seen, except for that early Rosie O'Donnell movie he made, which <laughs> yeah, I have not like seen. Like Praying either. Something. Yeah, and... Wide Awake. No, he yeah. made yeah, no, he made another one before that, so yeah. I guess there's three movies I haven't seen from him. <laughs> and I, thought I, guess, you, I guess I'm you, not a Shia. You better head. scratch that M. Night tattoo <laughs> off your sorry. body. I'm sorry, M. Night. Give me your left butt cheek. <laughs> but does anybody like The Visit as much as me? I don't like The Visit very much. Oh, I love The Visit. Well, you know love what? We'll leave it on that note. So uh, you're open as per usual. Nothing has changed. Yep. Things are good. So All Halloween ch- weekend. Check out Bay Street Video. Uh, and you can order online. Do you still do online orders or are you like, please don't? Too much well, work. if by online orders you mean Someone people, people can look up our you know outdated website and then call us <laughs> the to see if we have it and then, give us, and then give us their credit card number over the phone, <laughs> then yes, we do online orders for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so but no, we, we do those. So, so but you, you have please, to be and over we, uh, <laughs> sixty years old to order. And no, uh, we we actually get a lot of people doing that, and we super we appreciate those a lot because we know how like outdated it is to yeah. order from us why don't you remotely. guys just make a website i know mark Dude, has no I'm, answer for I'm this. We discuss- no you're not you're lying <laughs> i'm working on it i am working on it all right so that's it for the base review video podcast my name has been justin glue and i'm mark anson keep on buying keep on renting <laughs> jeremy piven movie. piven movie these movies and many more are available at your local video store what is a good I mean, jeremy piven film um I mean, Smoking one that he's like <laughs> stars in. Stars in. Yeah. What does he even star? I don't even know. Oh, you know what? You know what's a the Entourage maybe, movie. Maybe I won't say it's good, but it's entertaining. I melt with you. Have oh, you ever seen that? Awful. With him and Thomas Rob Jane. <laughs> Tommy yeah. Jane. Wait, who directed that one? It Mark. Was uh, Mark Pelton. Oh, Mothman Prophecies. guy. Yeah. Don't remember I remember movies. watching that movie and laughing, laughing a lot. And then when it finished, I was watching it with my brother, I think, and he was like, "Well, that was the most uh, <laughs> melodramatic midlife crisis I've ever." <laughs> seen. <laughs>